All right, welcome everybody to the Paul Hedeman Reflections on the 12 Steps. Uh, friendly enough, uh, reminder that this is not an AA meeting. This is just one member's view on the exact nature of the wrong as described on page 64 of the AA Big Book. Um, so Paul, today, um, I'm just gonna go directly to uh, page 64. And I'm just gonna read the, the one paragraph here. And it says, we did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. First, we searched out the flaws in our makeup, which caused our failure. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us. We considered its common manifestations. And I'm gonna stop right there and let you take on over as I allow these other people to come in. Well, that was a softball there, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first sentence or two, hi, hey, Paul, uh, I apologize that the date wasn't on the uh, the event page. I very rarely go there, but I went, I go there to get on the Zoom myself. And then I saw there was no Tuesday up. There will be a Tuesday afternoon meeting though today at 4.30 uh, Western time, Pacific. So once we apologize, I'll talk with Mike, the other Mike, and uh, we'll have that changed. Uh, so yeah, the first sentence, we did exactly the same thing with our lives. Well, they just used the, demos, the uh, example of taking a business inventory. And so he, they're obviously, uh, pointing back to that. So we're going to do a business inventory. And in a way, uh, when you see something as not you, you'll be more businesslike about it. Yeah. There won't be all these other lining, you know, connections and activities going on uh, unbeknownst to us. It'll pretty be straightforward. You realize you're screwed and what you've been doing isn't working. It's working for for another agenda, it's not working for you. So this business thing, we used to always use the example of, uh, you know, having a closed store and, uh, you know, you're doing pretty well, you, you got it nicely, nicely stocked and everything, you're proud of it, you get there and you always keep the windows clean and you're, it's, uh, you're getting a lot of sense of self-esteem from it. And then uh, you have a idea of buying about 500 or 1,000 pair of elephant bell jeans, which uh, you're thinking are going to come back into vogue. So you buy them. And you, if for, after a few weeks, you haven't sold any. You gave one to your girlfriend and she returned it. So, so basically, your feeling about you as a business person has gone down. You're not washing the windows. People are coming in and stealing stuff. You don't even care chasing them because you really feel like uh, there's no value in your own life anymore. And, uh, and basically, uh, you know, someone comes in and says, I'm going to buy the store for you from you, if you like, and that you're really keen on that. So you sell them the store and now you're going to work it, but you're not going to own it. Yeah. So now you're going to go in the back and give the guy a very honest inventory you're stuck with like 999 
pair of these elephant bells and they haven't sold for months. And so now suddenly you can be honest about what you didn't want to be honest about because the responsibility or the weight of it has been lifted because you've given up the ownership of the store. So in a sense, that to me is the spirit of the of the fourth step is and I, you know, this, I'm just sharing how it's worked with me, which is seeing this, that which has defeated me as other allowed these possibilities to come up, <clears throat> which is I could do a fearless and thorough inventory because it's not me I'm doing a fearless and, and thorough inventory about. If it was me, the insertion of that me would cause it not to be fearless and not to be thorough. Yeah. You just see it, obviously. So just like when I thought I owned the store, I had a whole different relationship with the store than when I was managing the store, being directed by the owner of the store. Yeah. And then I had a whole nother, my, my spectrum of what I could see expanded. It's just applying the same thing, but to a really incredible degree by seeing self is what has defeated us and we're going to be looking at its common manifestations, which is the first introductory inventory of every. Yeah, I don't see how it gets so uh, confusing. It's, there's not many sentences there. It says being convinced self is what has defeated us, and then immediately just starts describing the common manifestations of self. How do we get to be, how, does, how do they become ours? Yeah. I just don't see it. So this was revel this was revelatory for me when I started looking at the inventory from that kind of view that something had taken me over and used me for transportation. And suddenly a whole new depth of honesty appeared about what I'm not. Yeah, I could tell the truth about it. And so I did. And I followed the steps and I did the amends and I did everything else. And now a lot of stuff doesn't get to step eight and nine anymore because I bring it to step six and seven. And I don't have to do a big inventory because I don't have a large stock in the store. I don't have a lot of fear and resentments and harming other people. I don't. It's a rarity that those things happen. So I don't have a giant stock. You know, I can do a very, I can just look around and I, the inventory's done because I don't have like 8,000 unresolved resentments. I just there. So basically, I don't do four much. I don't even do 10 that much. I don't do five, obviously. I do six and seven, and, I, and therefore I don't do eight or nine. Yeah. And then 10, 11, 12, the 10 has gotten weakened because I don't see much. And I don't want, uh, you know, being overly vigilant is the is the resurrection of self to me. Yeah. It is. When you're just going over everything about you, where you don't put any attention on others, to me, that's obsession with self. And there was people I worked with that I felt that that was the condition they were in by doing all these inventories. And I told them, stop doing inventory and start enjoying the effects of the program for a while. Yeah? I mean, I wouldn't have said that to them unless I was working with them. 
because my relationship to most people in AA is like a friend or community member. But if I'm asked to sponsor someone, I have to sponsor them. Yeah. So a lot of shit I wouldn't point out. If you're working with me, I'm going to point out and say, hey, listen, this is, in my humble opinion, this is just another form of obsession with self. You're looking at you all day. Yeah. So it has so many different effects and ripples and some of them haven't stopped. They've continued all these years and they become, you know, they say we have to live a life of principle. This principle of based on the statement self is what has defeated us. To me, every share I do here is a reverberation of that. Yeah, so I'm not really interested so much in the skillful means that AA provides. I'm interested in the relief from the need to do anything in a sense. Yeah, I don't, I'm not interested in stopping drinking. I'm interested in not starting, you know, getting into a condition where you never start again. And now you're in the habit of being sober, just like you were in the habit of getting loaded. Yeah, and then when shit comes up, you have the means to deal with it. If it's extreme obsession, if you've gone up deep into the ass of self, service, yeah. If sexual or relationship shit, service, you know, go help another person, we know what to do. If you've been in this for a while and you've had it passed on to you, those things work to get out of what you think you're in. But the beauty of it is to realize you're not in a lot of the shit that you want to get out of. That's the beauty to me. That's like a, a solution that negates the problem. And therefore, there's even there's no need for a solution. It's beautiful, my feeling. Yeah, you're the living solution now instead of the seeming living problem. Yeah, and now the condition you're in isn't conducive to resentments growing and festering and anxiety, you know, extending itself and harming other people in a pursuit of what you want because you don't have a much of, of a pursuit of what you want anymore. You feel pretty content and satisfied. Yeah. So the condition you're in now isn't beneficial or conducive for resentment to grow. It isn't. Yeah. Or fear because fear is an a valid emotion. I think most of the time when people are talking about fear, it, they're describing mental anxiety, really. Yeah, because fear is an emotion that arises when there's an apparent threat. In, in other words, something's actually happening, like you've met the shark in the water. Yeah, therefore fear and then adrenaline and shit. But we're, we're like electrocuting ourselves. We're not. The head is all day. It's got us on a little buzzer. Don't you forget. It's sort of like, you know, what they use a cattle prod. Yeah. The, the, the prod keeps the cattle going down the same old path to the same old trough. I think this is what the head does. It just prods us into fucking submission. And we just uh, tolerate the intolerable slavery to it. Because we don't know any better. Well, now we do. Yeah. Just like they say, a lot of people say, you know, AA, the knowledge of AA ruined my drinking. So when they go back to drinking, they can't, 
they don't have all that ignorance that made it, you know, readily available. They've got some stop signs now and it's bothering them. <laughs> yeah. Something is telling them this ain't good, bro. And, and they can't seem to turn it off. So AA has ruined their drinking. Hallelujah. Yeah. Instead of you being ruined by drinking. So, yeah, this is a beautiful, this was a very important pivot point. And when I arrived here and stuff was revealed, part of what it told me was don't move from this sentence. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't listen to the referee go one, two, three, and then the fight's over. No, hold this fucker down. Yeah. Hold it down until you stop giving breath to it and life to it. Yeah. And here we are. And I'll keep doing this probably because I don't see, I truly believe if you don't see this, you're going to be looking at everything else from it. Yeah. And I'm so tired of looking at life through the lens of self. It's just way too, it's, uh, it's just the same old, same old magnified to, an, to the ninth degree. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why when we want to, people want to go into other ideas in AA, they've all been explored by tons of people. I'm just a cod salesman. I'm just going to bring it back to, to, to cod. Yeah. Because I didn't hear anyone. The fish market of recovery, I did not meet the cod salesman. I didn't hear about cod there. I didn't. So we opened up our own little stall. I'm not interested in everyone else's business. Here you go. Yeah. If this diagnosis works for you and you have the way of life that recovery presents and gives us, I think something is going to flourish called you in this way of life with this understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. All right, Paul. Well, thank you very much for that. I don't see any hands up right now, but if you have a question for Paul, please use the raise hand feature and um, we'll see what we can do. If we don't have a question. All right, Dana. Oh, we do have one. All right. Hi. Hey. Um, Hi, Dana. I wanted just, I've been wanting to, to talk about this and I, I haven't because I'm kind of timid, but. Um, I had something happen to me six weeks ago that changed my entire life. And I'm on that journey now and I'm 77. And uh, the police stopped me three times because I was swerving on the highway. So I'm not driving anymore. And that was kind of a punch in the face. And, and um, I'm going into assisted living and, and I mean, my whole life is turned upside down. I thought I'd be running around till I was 89 years old. And I'm having to make this transition and I'm, I'm trying to do it. I mean, thank God I, I found you, Paul, because it's gonna take some time for me to, to get out of me and, and what's happening to me and find some way to accept it. 
and and go on. And I've I've had a good attitude about it. Um, but I still get into oh what's going to happen and what what's going what's coming and um, you know I'm trying to stay away from that uh, and I I'm bipolar and uh, which also has psychotic features which I have and um, they don't you don't know when you're having a psychotic feature it doesn't warn you. Uh, so I have that and I'm, I've been on medication for a long time, so I'm not worried about that. But um, they're putting me in assisted living because when I have a psychotic episode, I fall, I fall a lot. And, um, but anyway, so I've got all this brand new stuff going on in the last six weeks and, and my entire life has changed. And, um, I, I'm trying to deal with it, but I want to be able to deal with it the way you're you're teaching us to, Paul, um, and and get out of self and the bondage of self about all this, and and get to the point where I'm other directed, and um, so I'm working on that. And I just wanted to thank you so much for all your feedback and all your help. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. And uh, this is when it's important to shrink it down to a couple hours or a day. Yeah, I hope you're probably you're probably in the habit of living that way, which is going to really help you. But uh, it's always surprising, even though you've seen a lot of people go through these stages, you never think it's going to be you, I guess, the head. <laughs> and uh, I've had ample experiences of having my life altered when I was younger and other times. And uh, this is where the art of traveling lighter really demonstrates its worth. Yeah. Because there are going to be some major and minor changes all the time because of uh, the experience based action figure changes. Yeah, its abilities get less or whatever, and things occur, and what wasn't pronounced gets pronounced. And if you're rigid, it's going to be difficult to go along with that ride. Yeah, you've noted you watched it with a lot of older men who were identified. They weren't, but that's the language. There was an identification as what they did, and then when they retire. They're not doing that anymore. And then that, that head is lost. Yeah. Because it's not a very flexible uh, system. Yeah. It's very rigid and it breaks easily. Yeah. And this is to travel in this event. You have to be fluid, a little bit fluid. And I believe that's what the spirit really, the spirit is sort of like a tenderizer. It allows things that haven't moved out of a right angle to start being more circular. Yeah. And, uh, and this is probably why you heard what you heard when you heard it, because it's probably going to be a solution to what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Yeah. And this is the beauty of what we're living under this direction of a higher power. Sometimes you, you meet things, you may not know why, and then it, then there's an explanation of it months later. So you get a solution and then 
what it's going to be applied to shows up later as the problem. And now you have the ability to travel through that problem. Yeah, whatever that is. So, yeah, I'm on. I'm not that far behind you in a lot of ways. <laughs> I swore I'm never going to get on one of those electric scooters at Costco. I haven't broken down to that yet. I'm gonna. Those are the lines in the sand. I'm refusing to cross, but <laughs> you never know. You gotta laugh a lot, and I feel if it's if you're if you really have been living Rule sixty two, not taking yourself so seriously, it will prove incredibly valuable when the head really wants to take shit seriously. Yeah. So this is really all about getting into different habits. Yeah. And it's it's a good time to fortify it when we have the luxury of going and hearing a message and letting it uh, get established, you know, first sincerely hearing it, then getting, letting it get established because it's going to serve us well through the changes of life. Yeah. Yeah. I have the thing. <laughs> yeah. I spent a lot of time in cold, very cold water. So my ears got something they call surfer or swimmer's ear. And one of them's almost completely shut down. And the other one is not that far away. So I wake up, I'm half deaf in the morning. <laughs> it's sort of cool. Everything is uh, like coming through a muffled stereo uh, speaker. <laughs> and then it kicks in. I move it a little, and then it opens up. So you you learn these little tricks, Dana, right? <laughs> to keep on keeping on. <laughs> There's such a beauty in everything, though. I mean, the enjoying peace of mind. Yeah. It's difficult to appreciate it unless it's taken away. And I think you, humility gives you a sense of deep appreciation without having it to be taken away. Yeah. I think things that land and aren't greeted by you will stay a lot longer than you claiming what landed. Yeah. I truly believe that. So, yeah. Thank you, Dana. Thank you. And we're here. And, you know, if you stay after, there's a lot of some people stay laughter and everyone's been through everything that we could possibly be through, go through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, I'm Dan. Laughing. I'm not laughing at any person. I'm just laughing at the at the uh, tragic comedy that we're in. Yeah, with the emphasis on the comedic aspect. To me, that's traveling lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, honey, and yes. How are you not going to take something seriously if you're in a complete condition of identification as it? That's as serious as you can get concerning self. 
being one. <laughs> you can't get past that. So this is really a beautiful exit. Beautiful exit. It's not sloppy. It doesn't leave a big, big mess. You just realize you're not that. And it sinks in. And then there is a loss of interest in it. And then you start having interest in the living of life, not an interpretation about the living of life. Yeah. And uh, hallelujah. I'm still stoked. I'm always been stoked about it for a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. So anyone else there, uh, Mike? Yeah, we have Sally on deck. Come on in, Sally. Hi. Yes. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah, it's a bit similar. And what you said, what you just said helped. But um, like I've said before, like my life is in a, in, a, in a bit of a mess, to put it mildly. It could be worse, actually. I could have a lot of debt and I don't. But um, but there's because I live in Germany, there's lots of help, right, that you can get. Like they're really nice. Well, most most of them but um and then I had a lot of resistance to all of this stuff because I thought oh no no they're going to they're going to make me be Sally and they won't understand non-duality but you know I'm on my ass right so and what you've just said made me think okay I go through I go to these things I see what works for me and then um but I know it's not me right yes I, you know, I have a lot of shame and I was sitting in this thing today and I thought, God, is this really where it's ended up? And um, no, I thought, it's not no, it's not, right? No. And, yeah. That's and I can, right there. Yeah. Like, that's the feeling. <laughs> that's quite self-pityish, right? Oh, woe is me. I've ended up in this room with all these crazy right, yeah. people. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, <laughs> millions, of people, my picture. <laughs> millions of people have been led to the same little proclamation. Yeah, it's it's not based on an active GPS. It's an old fucking story. <laughs> the help you need. Save your ass instead of your face. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's the one. Face is not reliable. It's never going to save your ass. Save your ass instead of your face. Yeah. In a sense, you're neither. So obviously, save your ass instead of your face. Yeah. Saving your face, you're going to lose your ass. And the oh, ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like they say in AA, you got to be willing, uh, you know, to save your ass instead of your face, but truly, in obsession with self, your face is seen as your ass. So you're trying to save your face as if it's your ass, and it ain't. Yeah, that's how insane it is. This isn't subtlety. It's extremely different. Ass and face is a pretty distinct difference, hopefully. Yeah? So it's not, it's, it's not like I can't see the fine movement in this. It's not a fine movement. It's, it's, it's like... Day or night, yeah? You can't save your ass. 
You got to save your ass instead of your face. There's not like a big mix. Oh, I can't. No, it becomes obvious. You'll see, you'll see the direction of the agenda of the head is to save your face at the expense of your ass. Just look, if you had a bicycle, maybe, and it doesn't even matter if it was expensive or not. And if you were riding on a road and you started falling off at the cliff, you would save the bike instead of you. You would try to push the bike and have you tumble down because the bike at that moment is seen from where it's being looked at as more valuable than you. That's the face. I've seen it. I've seen it in the water. The person almost drowns because they try to save their surfboard on the rocks. They almost get killed. Yes, this is insane. You don't need 8,000 experiences. Look at that. Watch someone riding the bike, just like when people fall and they have their, their they, I saw a video really of a car that went back, flipped over a bus, right? And, the, and so there was the film and the people getting thrown over, they were hold, one of them was holding on to their iPhone. As if, as if it was the fucking, the God cult, you know, chalice of eternal nectar, like this, rolling around, saving the fucking phone. This isn't, this is black or white. The head has a tendency. That tendency, its logic is impeccable. It keeps betting on the face instead of the ass. <laughs> you know, you don't need a giant, 30 years pattern to see, a few examples will tell you exactly, yeah, what it's what it deems valuable. And you're not it. You are not it. All right? So, yeah. And then the funny thing is, it leads you places and then complains about the fucking places. Yeah. Fuck. No one's going to drop in and save your ass. No one. They don't know what you're going through. You don't even know what you're going through. You're up in a little porno theater in your own head. The next person doesn't know you're extremely psychotic for that second. And they have their own little porno theater going. Yeah. It's all, it's all imagined in a sense. Even though it seems real, in a sense, it's truly imagined. Yeah. And we talked about it here. Some people here have been in extreme life or death accidents. And all the fear they used to have about that event, while in the event, they had absolutely no fear when it was going on. They were in a, a, a state of neutrality. What? Yes. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. It means a lot to me, a whole lot. I think one movement of self can reveal a whole lot of its agenda. Yeah. You don't have to go through thousands of experiences. You can see a couple and you'll realize where its, where its loyalty is. It's to itself. What does it value? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some of us are right now 
knowing it or not, in the state of reliance on that which has defeated us. Yeah. Now, maybe those defeats aren't as flamboyant when it had all of its fuel, the drugs and the alcohol, but it's still doing a good job. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Watch, just watch, truly. What do you try to save? You never. The phones. You fucking fall off a cliff not to get your iPhone wet. <laughs> you want that to be what's running the show? When you're on, you're like number 35 on its hierarchy of value? Really? <laughs> that's the idea of insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results yeah it's a failed system what can it show you it's failed hasn't it done that enough just do a simple inventory on the fourth step at looking at self as what has defeated us and are you going to come to any other conclusion yes self is what has defeated you no, probably not. You're going to see it has defeated you. Then why don't why do you believe it's not going to defeat you later? Are you going to talk sense to it? Are you going to make a deal with the devil? They don't usually go well. Are you going to, you know, you know, my amigo, you know, it's, it doesn't play that game. A parasite doesn't see a a situation like win-win. It's like, we, I win, you lose. Yeah, so. Oh, I'm going to get down through therapy. I'm going to get down to the where all the trauma set all this thing off. The trauma did not set anything off. It was used to set something off. It's that which is the, before the trauma is the traumatizing event. Yeah, it's the you. I see people who've never had an ounce of trauma, physical or emotional, seemingly in their life, and they're totally fucked up. The head doesn't need anything to do its job. It makes shit up. Yeah. You'll get through the family of origin problems here, and then you'll think about the family of origin on Mars. Yes, it'll just make up more stuff. It's a ma it's a magician. It makes shit out of nothing. Yeah. You hope it'll stop, has it? Really? It's much better to take that and put it to comedic use or allow it to be put to comedic use. It'll never fail. You'll always be laughing your ass off sooner or later if you see this fucking activity. You will. It just will not. It's like a pit bull. It will not give up that bone. There's no meat on it. It'll just keep chewing and chewing and chewing. Yes. It'll revisit shit you thought were done eight years ago. It'll, in a, in a spur of the moment, it'll bring it up if it thinks it's going to grab your attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? It resurrects. It's like zombies. 
it you kill the old resentment it shows up again and again i thought i did all the work on that you're putting out a whistle with the my resentment you're calling resentments that were dead and gone and give and giving them life now your head is for some fucking weird way of being right about how everything's been so wrong in your life I mean, you know, is it that fruitful, really? Is it that satisfying to fucking tell a narrative of a of a journey on a dead horse, really? Yeah. Do an inventory. See the situation. Has something other than you defeated you? How the hell does it do that? It presents itself as you, really. Yeah, okay. So I want to get it out of the house, yet I'm always inviting it in the house. Actually, it's, it's assumed that it's already in the house. I'm just hoping and wishing for it to leave. No, that's not, not, that does not work. You see it as something foreign to you. When it arrives, you're already there. You've never left the freaking moment. And that thing that's produced in a moment has to introduce itself to the moment, and you are at that moment there. You're before self. Truly, you're before self. So you'll get into the habit of it, and you'll see it coming sometimes from far away. You'll be da 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 da, and then you'll hear the same old, you know, siren song that used to have you turn around and shipwreck on that island you'll just okay here it goes has different different stars you know she did it <laughs> it's always been a she did it but now it's you know maria she it's in, and it's completely different than denise she <laughs> but it's, she did it it's the same it goes on and on and on yeah most people are bored about hearing it from you really it's beautiful when we get bored of it, truly. When there's a loss of interest in it, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. All right. Thank you, Sally. Yes. I don't know if you wanted to say any more, but I didn't allow it. So there you go. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sally. Ready for another one, Paul? Bring them on, bro. Okay. All right, brother. All right. Al, come on in. Let's see what yeah. you got. It's been a long time since I rock and roll. Um, hi, Paul. Hey, everybody. Um, I don't hear you, not that it's right or wrong or a judgment, just an observation. Use words like detachment or awareness of this self. I, and I, I feel the goal is awareness of this voice of self. One of my favorite definitions along the, my journey has been to live a conscious life. As those thoughts pop up from wherever they're popping up from, to be able to recognize them as, well, today's theme was psychotic voice, you know, as a, a faulty voice, if you will, uh, an erroneous, well, that's, that's synonymous. I don't want to mansplain the ability to recognize this voice is the key for me, that it's not 
true to me. It's not looking out for my best interest, highest good, and all those, uh, well, I'll just say LA terms for, uh, for a healthy mentality. I'm sorry, LA. I got sober in LA. I love and hate LA. Yeah, it's not LA's fault. Okay. Um, I take it back. It could be, well, I'm not going to start going through cities. I made my point, I feel. Can you speak on this? Um, awareness of the divisiveness. Awareness of the voice. Oh, no, no. Al, you are aware of the divisiveness, but there's no understanding of that. And then that is used to infer there's a you that's aware of the divisiveness. That's the bondage of self. You are awareness of all the things. It's how that's claimed to imply that you are the one who's aware of all these things. Yeah. So that's why we're attempting to offer an understanding because if the awareness could di could do it, it would have already. The awareness is there. There's a misunderstanding of what it means. So the head gives meaning to the awareness that it's you that's aware and you shouldn't be aware of divisiveness as the one who's divisive or whatever. Yes, that's what's missing. There's no need for any more awareness. There's tons of awareness. That's all there is. There's an awareness with an understanding that there is no one who's aware. That's it. Yeah. So instead I, of having the awareness. Get, unification? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? I'm sorry. What? Oneness? Unification? I don't use those terms. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, because why would I want to describe something it's much better that you find out about? That would be crazy. I wouldn't want to do that. Take away that joy of revelation with a fucking stale idea of what it is. That's why I don't like the term of unity and this and shit. I don't. I just want to see what's going on while I'm seeing because you are aware. <laughs> Yeah, but how is that awareness being com compromised to reinforce something that I'm not? Yeah, that's why I see is valuable. Yeah, that's why we keep staying. And then I, uh, but I speak of awareness a lot. We are we're awake, all of us. That's the whole point. This isn't about we have to wake up. I believe we're already awake. What we need to do is see that the head is interpreting the awakeness to imply and to reinforce a story that there's a you that's awake and then that you cannot be a seemingly awake <laughs> what's going to be aware of that is the awareness you are so you're going to be aware seemingly that you're not awake just as much as when you're aware that you're awake <laughs> so there is no lack of awareness. It's what it's being used for. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this, that's, that's how I feel. That's, that's how I see it. And that's why we present it this way. Yeah. And I don't wanna, I don't like conceptualizing what can easily be found out by what I'm trying to conceptualize. <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather just, describe what's describable 
which are these mental activities that are claiming the awareness to, to reinforce that I'm aware, you know, I, that can be unaware, yeah? And so now, once I say I'm aware with the back, the other point, I can be unaware, most of your day is gonna be living in unawareness probably. <laughs> There'll be awareness of that, but you'll be unaware of how it's being used. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could, uh... is that all right, Al? Oh yeah, it's the best all right I've had all day. I wanna then I wanna share because people send me these questions. And this one is similar. I and it's I'm not gonna mention the person. There's nothing wrong with it, but uh maybe this would be better tomorrow today at 4 30. All right, but here he goes, uh uh never mind. I'll do it at 4 30 because it's it's too uh, involved, but that's why I want to start doing. I'm going to start taking these things people send me and using it at the talk because I'm not going to type. It's too much. You've got to express a certain intimacy and the words won't do it. Yeah. Of how it feels. But one thing I'd like to say, an action isn't the problem. It's the feeling of being the one. If that's if that's swallowed, then that action may be given a meaning that you think don't think that action would usually produce. Yes, it's just like when the idea of service gets claimed to be, I'm the one who's doing all this service. Pride could grow in that. Yes, um, this is not saying don't do service. No, have an understanding that whatever you are doing is being claimed by the head and being put to a different use or attempted to be put to a different use. And I believe by seeing that, it weakens its ability to be successful, yes? So this isn't about stopping things that you do or don't do. It's just seeing how those things that are happening are being used to reinforce something, yeah? That you may not be. This doesn't mean they're going to stop because you were never doing it. It's mechanical. I hope this gets through sooner or later. This is what frustrates a lot of people. When they, they believe they disqualify themselves from awakeness because when they have this event of awakeness, they thought all this shit that they were doing would stop, but they had never been doing it. <laughs> and therefore, it doesn't stop. You just lose interest in it, yeah? So then now they get disqualified from the awakeness because they're selfing and they're, no, there's no you selfing. There's selfing that implies there's a you. And then when it's worked, you call me up and you say you've been selfing all day, yeah? What am I gonna do? The cake's already been baked then. Just point it out. You're not bringing me the raw ingredients. It's already been caked, baked, yeah? You believe you're doing the selfing. That's the product of the selfing, yes? The selfing claims what's going on to say it's you, and then you call me, I've been selfing all day. No, you haven't been. <laughs> you've, never, you've never selfed in your life. Something is doing it, and it's probably going to continue to do it, you liking it or not, 
But if it's not you doing it, I bet you you're going to lose interest in what's happening. Yeah. And I don't mean interest in playing uh, or doing yoga, but the the manufacturing of the consent of it's you doing yoga. You're going to lose interest in that. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't about stopping things and starting things. Those things are important in the way in the design for living and they're readily available everywhere in AA. Yeah. We're talking about something else, a mental activity that's claiming whatever is going on. And if I don't, I truly don't believe that if you don't know it either by a rude awakening or a, or like the, the the light situation and Bill W's thing. Yeah, it's you're going to be looking from it. So we're now providing an understanding that will allow you to see that activity instead of looking from it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being aware of that which says you're the one who's aware, you'll be aware of that which says you're the one of that's aware and you won't buy, you're the one that's aware. Yeah. It's all a giant awareness field day. <laughs> Everything is brought to us. You're being completely bummed out is brought to you by awareness. Yeah. When awareness is the seeing of everything. Yeah. It's going on impeccably. And uh, while it's going on, there's a mental interpretation that seems to have our ear and our interest and attention. And I find the best way to change that is to lose interest in it by seeing it as other, yeah? Because that's how it worked for me. Once I saw self as other, I started to lose interest in it. Yeah. There you go. I'm, ex I'm truly sharing from my experience, strength, and hope. And it's not, I don't like the hope anymore. I experience strength and faith, yeah? Because this is what happened. I was looking from it, trying to get out of it as it. I saw that, and a possibility arose. And that possibility, I can be free from that, which I'm not. And that's how it's been going ever since. Yeah. Now, I would say around six or seven years in recovery, at that point, it's got sort of established so let's say that's uh 30 that's like 27 years ago no 29 years ago in this path it's a pretty it's a damn good pretty good last answer for 29 years <laughs> i haven't gotten any new answers thank god and therefore you haven't gotten any new answers from me thank god yeah Um, thank God we have such a small little activity going on. There's no underlying demand for new answers. <laughs> so we don't have to make any up. <laughs> Just here you go. You don't like cod? You know, go fill your belly with mackerel. See what happens. Yeah. I have faith that you'll come back and finally submit to the life of cod <laughs> we 
because self is going to fail you. <laughs> That's in its nature. So, hallelujah. <laughs> Anyone else, Mike? Nope, I don't see any other hands up. Thank you so much, Al. Anybody else have a question for Paul today? See, the funny thing is, Ooh. we can have a lot of awareness of a lot of things and not be aware of there's a there's an idea that it's you that's aware. Yeah, that's the mind boggler. It really is. Yet that little oomph will change or reverberate through all the other knowledge. Yeah. To a point where on one level it avails you nothing. All right. So, John, yes. Hey, Jed, come on in. I, I just wanted to address uh, the exchange between you and Al. So I'm uh, addressing both of you. Al, did you mean when you were talking about the terminology of detachment, were you um, making application to detachment from self? Uh, I, I, I honestly, I got two friends in the room and I'm asking a question so my friends can understand things. You can send me to Al-Anon with a spank on my ass. But I know what I'm doing. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, to send that guy off to Al-Anon trying to save all the Meshuganists. So I was using different words to broaden the understanding. And then Paul funneled it. He funneled it all down into it's, it's pure awareness of fill in the blank. It was beautiful. And I, that's what I got out of this, Jeb. I appreciate you bringing me into the question like that. It's really cool. But I'll, I will speak for the, uh, how do I put it, the underdog in my own way uh, to, uh, I was going to say, enable, assist, help out, to help someone else's perspective. Uh, it, it, I've seen folks show up in things like this with the self and uh, two seconds and they got it. No, you don't got it. You think you got it. I thought I got it. It took me 14 months and 14 years sober to figure out I'm so lost in self that I can't see how lost I am. 14 months of hearing self won't reveal self to self. So I don't, I'm not saying you can't get it instantly because I got it in an instant. And Paul's heard me ask, can I lock this thing in? Can I lock it? He's like, no, you can't lock it in. You can just be aware. That's what the answer was last time I pose the question so i'm going to shut up now and uh yes <laughs> yeah, the beautiful thing is al there's a lot of difference in be aware or in you be aware we're not saying you be aware it's more be aware of you yeah yeah and therefore the awareness will be there won't be any food processing in there. Yeah, you'll get the real wheat instead of processed chaff. Yes. And then whatever things that help, whatever conditions you're moving through, there's a lot of masters in that, yeah? They are, they can give you a lot of help and stuff. Uh, 
again, this is a different kiosk. Yeah. We're trying, in a way, we don't give help a lot of ways for something else to become obvious. Yeah. 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 So I don't mind uh, the emperor hanging out with no clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. A lot gets revealed. So, all right, thanks. And uh, Je John, Jeb, what was the other? Thank you, Paul. I yield my time to Annette. <laughs> oh, that's good, to Annette, all right. <laughs> Annette, you have a question today? <laughs> I'm in a hearing, a congressional hearing. Yeah. Annette, are you there? All right, Paul. Yeah, until she'll come back. Okay. Oh, Annette, you just you just muted yourself. I okay. I I was changing from one thing to one network to another. I everything kind of zorged out. So I just wanted to say something and. Like Al is hitting on a subject, like I try to explain to other people in different rooms, shall we say, how this whole idea, concept, thought process, how Paul has helped me. And some people just don't get it. Yes. We lost you again, lost you. That's a lovely statement to end the meeting. Some people just don't like it. All right. Yeah, we couldn't hear you. Uh, anyway. All right. Shit. No, I can hear you um, now. So, so it's like, how do you get people to start think, even start understanding this or saying like how much you've helped me? Like I try to explain it and yeah, it's not going to work out, honey, unless it does, you know, so it's just part of the situation. Your thoughts, observing your actions, like that's, that's the only thing uh, some people can get. Like if you start, I, I try to explain to people like, and they're like, what do you mean? It helps you feel so much better. Yeah, yeah. And... They, it would be better if they just like, uh, you know, if they would come to a meeting and actually sit through it, they, they get some kind of sense or a feeling that would be difficult to describe but hey it's just the way it goes yeah i mean like i tell my girl tell amelia if you ever see me leaving the house to save the world please take my keys away yes it's that's i'm not maybe i'm not a i don't have that compassionate side <laughs> i'm just putting well. it out there let the chips fall where they may. I've had, yeah, yeah. I just hope people travel lighter. I don't care if they understand this or not. If they travel lighter by doing something else, that's fine, yeah. But if you were like, if you had a head like I have a head, uh, the bondage of self was truly rooted in taking myself to be that, yes? And 
what worked, what shook that up was seeing it as foreign. And I felt it wasn't a big leap because I was, when I had all those experiences, if you just asked me on an experiential level, how did it feel? It felt like something took me over or I was being used for transportation or something possessed me. That's how it felt. That would be the closest description I could have. That sounds like something foreign took me over. And so, yes, but I was living as if it was me, even though describing the experience was like something other than me took me over. And this is what got me uh, curious, yeah? Why is this stubborn identification as this, even though my in most intimate moments of demoralization and shit like that, I felt something had imposed it on me, yeah? Something was living off of me. That was my most intimate expression, yet my daily understanding was that it was me, yeah? What's up? What's going on? When we have some of the most, we have been in fearful, pitiful demoralization. Yeah. And we knew we didn't choose to go out that day to get there. Yeah. Yet all of that experience gets misinterpreted. So sometimes experience, strength, and hope is not enough. Because the experience is going to be twisted, yeah, stubbornly. So no matter how clear your experience was, some demonic thing took me over, you're not going to be able to live from there because something's going to override that and give you the same old understanding, which it was you did it. Yes? This is the bondage of self. It can override your own experience. It has. You tell me, oh, I went out and I chose to destroy my life. Give me a break. That's all made up. You felt like something had you by the gonads and wasn't letting you go. And you were being dragged around and you were being used for transportation and something just could yell as loud as it could through you. Yeah. And you were just fucking at its... At any moment, wherever it wanted to go, you would go. Whatever it wanted to do, you would do. Yet, and yet, stubbornly, after 30 years of sobriety, you're still holding on to the story that you were the doer of it? The bondage of self was where the problem resides, which is in the mind. And it's delivered through thoughts and judgments and perceptions of how things are through very, 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 very tinted glasses. Yeah. We're, pro we're providing another pair of glasses that I think will resonate and vibrate much closer to what it really felt like when you were out there. Something took you over. Yeah, and that something is not you. So now maybe we couldn't enjoy it in that act of addiction, but now we should be able to enjoy it in the act of recovery from it, I hope, yes? Or do we want to bring the problem into the solution? So yeah, your, your experiences don't mean shit to the head. Unless it can use it some way.
Yes. My life is based on experience. No, it isn't. You're still acting as if you were the doer of shit you had nothing to do with. So, yeah. This, I, I get, I try to paint a very stark thing so to trigger a sense of difference from you to and that. It's not, you know, we can go to an absolute idea where this, none of this matters, but we're talking about on a level of traveling lighter and on that level, this matters, yes? Because if you're consenting to the manufacturing of self, you're gonna travel heavy on days where you didn't need to, you know? Because you'll be travel, you'll be carrying heavy luggage based on what's not happening. Yeah. So there's a lot of a, a opportunity to travel lighter, more than you probably think or expect. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you're truly free from self. Well, all the time, but a lot of the time you're pretty open to being out of that thing. Yeah. I just feel this understanding is necessary for, for many of us because we're not, it hasn't been triggered by the white light experience or anything like that. So why not just get a, a pair of glasses, put them on and see the same shit differently. Yeah. And maybe some other information will get through and you'll travel lighter as a habit. Yes. Yeah. And may, and you know, maybe get specific. Do you really believe mental anxiety is fear? Or does it mimic fear? There's an emotion called fear in us. It's available, potential, but is the mental state mimicking it and, and triggering it through mental anxiety? So really, we're doing an inventory on mental anxiety, I feel, not fear. I think we're giving it too much of a name. I don't believe it's fear. I very rarely have adrenaline coming from mental anxiety. I have adrenaline like when the car hydroplanes or I saw that fin in the water. I got drenched with adrenaline. I don't get drenched with adrenaline all day through mental anxiety, unless it goes so far where you have a panic attack. But I don't know if I've ever had a panic attack. Yeah. But other than that, that's an extreme level of mental anxiety. Yeah. So I don't think it's the experience of fear. I don't. It's its own, it's, its own experience. It just, it just shakes up an already combustible fluid in the mental bottle. Yeah. It just shakes it up, gets you more disturbed or more agitated or it more agitated and it more disturbed. Therefore, identify, you know, the interpretation, it's you that's agitated and you disturbed. But don't you see that mental anxiety could be pretty much uh, avoided? without much difficulty because it's actually not happening. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, 
I can't live a fearless life unless I have my own compound and I control every aspect of what's going on. You know, usually things happen. So the emotion of fear may arise, but the mental anxiety, how hard is it to get out of what's not happening? Yeah, there's like a huge opening. You don't even need an exit. <laughs> the walls aren't sound enough to block the, the free, free range view. You're just absorbed in some shit through bondage or self. If you lost interest in self, you would lose interest in mental anxiety. And a lot of the time during the day, you'd be able to enjoy peace of mind because you wouldn't be constantly switching back to that channel of mental disturbance. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Anyone else? No other questions today, Paul. Well, let's say uh, adios for the day. We got Al. Thank you, Al. And uh, thank you with that rough exterior with such warm, cuddly heart in there. It's, you've, you've, it's been revealed to the group now, Al. There's no turning back. Kathleen G. Nice to see you, Kathleen. As hey, always. Paul. Hey, Paul. I just wanted to let you know I communicated with Mike Z. He'll be home in time to post the next the afternoon meeting on the website. Oh, great, great, yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Yes, I thank you You're for welcome. being the center of that. Yes. Thank you. You know, I I just don't. I'm not in the habit of going there. You know, looking. Yeah. Whatever, Joseph. We got Warren. Nice to see you, Warren. We got Kerry, as always. There he is. Mickey. Sally. Sally, you know, things are going to get different. Yeah. Yeah. Nina, as always. Nina. Yeah. Sicily, Nina. <laughs> I'm telling you, you had a lot more fun than your head tells you you did. All right, it's all right. I'm going to badger you, though, a little bit. Dana, thank you, Dana. Yeah, whatever help we can offer, honey, yeah, we'll, we'll walk you through everything. Yeah? You've been in good hands your life, and it, that those hands haven't been, uh, they haven't been withdrawn. Yeah? Yeah. And traveling lighter is like an all-terrain tire. It's not only based on well-paved highways it's it when you go off-road it does well too yeah yeah amy in seattle nice to see you all the time amy thank you for all these years michael stacy as always running the show are you going to be there today 4 30 yeah i'll see you in a little bit oh great thank you jason down in southern cal john previously known as Jed, for close people, Jeb. We got Oliver in Berlin, grateful Dave. Nice to see you, good Dave. Jacob down in the Hudson Valley. Roman, there he is. Chris B in Massachusetts. 
John Nash, Florida. Jeffrey, Seattle, he's picking up eyes for those who cannot see. Jonathan, nice to see you, Jonathan. Yes. Yeah. Miranda, there she is. Gil, let me go to the other page. Most people found the place, though. A lot of people showed up today. Uh, we've got Kelly, Andrew, Rich A. Uh, I think that's it. Who's this? If I missed you, uh, nice to see you and not see you. And I'll talk to you soon. We'll be here today at 4.30. If you're still interested in the next few months to go to Sicily, we've it's on. We have enough people, but we, we have room for more. So just let if you're interested, you can get in touch with Amelia. She can talk to you. I think we got enough room for 35. I think we have 26 people now. All right. All right. I'm saving a place for Nina. She's going to give up sooner or later. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye.